Good morning. Welcome to Divine Mercy Parish. We welcome those who are here in church and those who are joining us on YouTube and our website. I'm Carol Lalloy, and my lector partner is John Simpson. As the Easter season continues and spring is in the air, we are renewed in faith and in all of creation with the love and presence of God. Please stand to greet our celebrant, Monsignor Joe. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your we come together once again to celebrate the Eucharist in this Easter season, recognizing our great God's love for each one of us, our need for his mercy, kindness, and forgiveness. We ask for that as we begin that we celebrate these great mysteries well. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us our sins and bring us to life everlasting. Amen. Jesus Christ. 
Gathered in God's name, let us pray. May your people exalt forever, O Lord our God, in renewed youthfulness of spirit, so that rejoicing now in the restored glory of our adoption, we may look forward in confident hope to the rejoicing of the day of resurrection. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit. You are one God forever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Peter said to the people, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of our fathers has glorified his servant Jesus, whom you handed over and denied in Pilate's presence when he had decided to release him. You denied the holy and righteous one and asked that a murderer be released to you. The author of life you put to death, but God raised him from the dead. Of this we are witnesses. Now I know, brothers, that you acted out of ignorance, just as your leaders did. But God has thus brought to fulfillment what he had announced beforehand through the mouth of all the prophets that his Christ would suffer. Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be wiped away. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Peter. 
Know that the Lord does wonders for his faithful ones. The Lord will hear me when I call upon him. O Lord, let the light of your countenance shine upon us. You put gladness into my heart. As soon as I lie down, I fall peacefully asleep. security to my dwelling. Lord, let your face shine on us. A reading from the first letter of St. John. My children, I am writing this to you so that you may not commit sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the Righteous One. He is expiation for our sins, and not for our sins only, but for those of the whole world. The, the way we may be sure that we know him is to keep his commandments. Those who say, I know him, but do not keep his commandments are liars, and the truth is not in them. But whoever keeps his word, the love of God is truly perfected in him. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke. The two disciples recounted what had taken place on the way and how Jesus was made known to them in the breaking of bread. While they were still speaking about this, he stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. But they were startled and terrified and thought they were seeing a ghost. Then he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do questions arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Touch me and see, because a ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you can see, I have. 
And as he said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While they were still incredulous for joy and were amazed, he asked them, have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of baked fish and he took it and ate it in front of them. He said to them, these are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and in the prophets and Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said to them, thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name to all the nations beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. The gospel of the risen Lord Jesus. It was just two weeks ago that we celebrated Easter Day. Beautiful flowers still adorn the sanctuary and our altar. The sweet, fragrant aroma of the lilies lingers in the air. The Paschal candle the sign of Christ's resurrection stands close to the pulpit for the readings from sacred scripture. And our music is filled with glorious alleluias and our hearts are uplifted. The reality of the scripture though, shows us that the apostles and the first disciples needed reassurance. They had to learn to trust, trust in the Lord as they told the story of their own experience of the risen Christ. They had seen his death. They knew he was buried, but now the tomb was empty. They were confused even more than at his death on the cross. Yet, there were twinges deep down in their very beings. Could it be true? Could he really be alive? Has he really been seen? Slowly and almost methodically, the scriptures tell the story and it unfolds, but it continues to unfold even for us today. For Jesus Christ is here and is present in the proclamation of the scripture, in the breaking of bread, in all of us gathered to tell the story and to proclaim 
his message. But as the scripture tells the story, may we hear the exhortation that is to all of us as well as the apostles and disciples. You are witnesses to all these things. Yes, you. Yes, me. Yes, all of us together. One of the things that struck me deeply about reading this gospel passage was Jesus says to the disciples, and therefore to us, touch me. How profound that is that it, for us in the midst of a pandemic, for we so long to touch one another, to hug one another, to be present in a very, very tangible way with family and friends. Yes, things are beginning to open up more, but not completely. There are still surges of the virus. There are setbacks and there are pauses in the vaccines. But we know that touch is so important for us. We intuitively know that, but even scientifically we're told how much touch is important. So therefore, reach out and touch someone, if you can, in a physical way. But also reach out figuratively and touch others. A phone call, a note, a card that is sent. Reach out to someone this week. But if someone reaches out to you to touch you, feel that presence and that touch deep within yourselves. And let God touch you deeply within your very being. Jesus did that for his own disciples, for the, for the apostles, and he continues to do that for us today, to touch us in love. It's almost unbelievable that scripture would record God, Jesus, saying, touch me, come in contact with me. We might think, I'm not worthy for that. Or, that's for someone else, but not for me. But the risen Lord Jesus wants to touch each one of us, to touch you in your life, in your family, with love, hope, peace, 
forgiveness, mercy. Today, Together we profess what we believe. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became a man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken to the prophets. I believe in one, holy, Catholic, and apostolic church, I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Jesus was made known in the breaking of the bread. May our, may our minds and hearts be open as we pray. That the church be thankful for the gifts of the earth and the graces that flow from the real presence of Christ, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That government leaders revere the sanctity of life from conception to natural death, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That those who experience isolation in this pandemic find welcome, comfort, and hospitality from family and friends, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We celebrate the baptism Maxwell this weekend. May God bless him and his family. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who have died by violence, for those suffering from natural disasters, for those who suffer religious persecution, especially Christians in Middle East countries, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. 
For, our, for the members of our parish who are sick and hospitalized, and for those who are confined to home and can no longer worship with us, and for those who have died, Roseanne Buzinski, Lorraine Vitali, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Today's Mass is being offered for Mary Riley. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our own personal intentions, those written in the Book of Hope, and all those on the angel prayer line, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, hear us as we pray and celebrate these Easter mysteries. We offer these prayers in the name of Jesus, our risen Lord and Savior. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Let us pray that my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to the Lord our God. Receive, O Lord our God, we pray, these offerings of your exultant church. And as you have given us cause for such great gladness, grant also that the gifts we bring may bear fruit in eternal happiness with you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right 
It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, but in this time, above all others, to praise you yet more gloriously when Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed. For he never ceases to offer himself for us, but defends us and pleads our cause before you. He is the sacrificial victim who dies no more, the lamb once slain who lives forever. Therefore, filled to overflowing with paschal joy, every land, every people exalts in your praise. And even the heavenly powers with the angelic host sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, O Lord, our God, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of your Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. You never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, Lord, our God, we humbly implore you, by your Holy Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts that we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, he broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In the same way, when the supper was ended, he took the chalice. And giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We 
Therefore, Lord, our God, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the offering of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself Grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs and all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, your servant Francis, our Pope, Leonard, our bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family, whom you have gathered before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world and to our departed sisters and brothers, and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. For through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. Amen. With hope and in thanksgiving, we pray in the words our Savior has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from all that is evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, 
that by the help of your mercy, we may always be free from sin, safe from distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom of our glory is Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of the church, and graciously grant peace and unity in accordance with your will, for you live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Happy are we who are called to share in the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I'm not worthy that you should but only say the word, my soul shall be healed. This is a spiritual communion for those viewing Mass online. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament of the altar. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you.
Let us pray. Look with kindness upon your people, O Lord our God, and grant, we pray, that those you are pleased to renew by eternal mysteries may attain in their own flesh the incorruptible glory of the resurrection. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Please be seated for a few moments, and um, um, Brian Stiller is going to speak to us about the Knights of Columbus. Brian. Thank you, Monsignor Joe. It's my pleasure to introduce you to members of the Divine Mercy Council of the Knights of Columbus, as well as members from some of our 15,000 councils worldwide. At this time, I'd like to ask any knights who are uh, from our parish who are in the 
uh, congregation to stand for a moment. Thank you, as you can see, there's quite a few gentlemen. Thank you very much. You may sit. Um, so you may already know some of these knights who make up the nearly two million members of the Knights of Columbus worldwide. And so we were having a membership drive this weekend, and I'm here to take a few moments just to explain to you why I'm in the Knights and what we're about. You know, about six, seven years ago, when our Knights Council was first getting started, there was a couple weekends like this, and even though I knew some of the guys by the door, I kind of went by and <laughs> like, I don't know, it's not for me. What, what is it? I, I got enough to do already, or don't I have to wear a funny hat with a plume on it and have a secret handshake? Well, all those were misconceptions, and eventually I kind of realized that I should just stop and talk to them, because these are guys I know, and I'd like to get a little bit more involved with other friends in the parish. Uh, basically, this is our parish's men's group, and all the things I'm about to tell you that we do are the things that have enriched my life because I was able to be involved in them through the nights. So what did I find when I joined? I found community both international, national, and local. As nights, we serve our parish and community while working each day to create a better world through charity. If you're looking to live out your faith in a spirit of charity by helping others, our Knights of Columbus Council welcomes you to join us. Knights and their families have opportunities to become involved in all of our council's charitable, faith-based, and social programs. Over the past decade, Knights of Columbus families worldwide have enabled charitable donations for, of the Knights of Columbus to reach more than $1.5 billion, and individual Knights have donated more than 700 million hours to charity. Since its founding in, in 1882, here in New Haven, by the venerable servant of God, blessed Michael McGivney, the first principle of our order has been charity. With this principle as our guide, our council strives to actively assist the church and our neighbors in need. The Knights of Columbus was also founded to protect the livelihood of Catholic families, and that commitment means that we continue to provide our members and their families with top quality life insurance and annuity product, products. Today, we'd like to offer you the opportunity to join us in our work of God and neighbor, for God and neighbor. Our council here has undertaken many activities that benefit our parish and community, such as liturgical events, Fifth Sunday Rosaries, Silver Rose Program, faith building events such as going on retreats and having speakers in the parish, support for parish activities and socials such as the picnic, coats for kids, support for Habitat for Humanity and Special Olympics, support for vocations, and much more. Our members' personal interests and service help our program offerings grow and expand into new areas, and you can be part of that. You know, Pope Francis has said that as we are coming out of this pandemic, we, from the individual level to the world, have to live differently than we did before. And he thinks one of those keys is community and social friendship. So as you have this opportunity here, kind of coming into the summer of 2021, what do you need in your life? Do you need more community or a different kind of community? I think most of us could say yes to that in some degree. And that's what I found even though I felt really busy seven years ago when I avoided some of the first uh, membership drives, I was like, yes, I have a lot to do, but do I have community? Do I have friends in the parish? And I found that I didn't. And I wanted to use my own talents, as I just said, to get involved with something. I wanted to get people involved in going to retreats to Holy Family. And I said, I can't do that unless I have a network of people. And so I joined, and I've had a great time, and have been involved in many of the activities I just read to you when I had time and when I wanted to, because I already had a, a network to do them. Um, I wouldn't have learned how to grill uh, fish um, from the master chef Leo Tyson <laughs> uh, at the parish picnic if I wasn't involved in the nights and had some kind of network for already getting involved in that. 
as Father Joe said today in his wonderful homily, um, we need touch and we need community. Um, and to join a, a social group in your parish is a great way to have that aspect that will enrich your life and by doing so also enrich our parish and enrich our community. So we invite you to stop if you're um, a gentleman uh, of any age from 18 up, uh, young adults were very much welcome as well, to talk at any of the um, exits with some of our members who had stood up earlier uh, and to let them know if, uh, what questions you have. Next Sunday, we're going to have an exemplification ceremony at, uh, on Sunday, April 25th at 10.30 here in church, just right before the 11.30 Mass. That's a, a welcome ceremony for new members, so let them know if you are interested in that. Uh, families are encouraged to attend that and all these events. So thank you for your attention. God bless you and God bless our parish. Thank you. And thank you, Brian. And continuing with the, um, the Knights of Columbus for a moment, um, as has been um, done over the past few months, uh, the Knights have honored a family of the month each month. And so this month, they are honoring Laura and Bob Zambrano, who are with us today. So we congratulate the two of you, and thank you for being a good example to us all. And of course, moving on. On Wednesday of this evening, uh, the Reverend Bonita Grubbs from Christian Community Action is going to be speaking um, on Zoom at 7 o'clock in the evening. This event is being sponsored by the Social Justice and Community Building Committee of our parish. If you'd like to be part of that, um, you have to register. You can just go to the website, and there's a link there to register. Um, we encourage you to do so. She's a, she's a great speaker. I have not heard her, but she comes with a great reputation. If any of you know her, you know what I mean. So um, if you'd like to be part of that, please register online at the website. Also, I, um, if you haven't noticed uh, the statue of the Blessed Mother um, that's on the lawn um, by the side of the school, and you can see it from Whitney Avenue, and um, uh, the statue is the statue that was at St. Stephen's Church. Um, take some time to go up there and to see how they incorporated the pavers from St. Stephen's that were all engraved that were there. So um, take some time to go up and look at that. Um, I ask you not to do it during school hours, though, you know, but after school or on the weekend, just take some time to go up and look at it. We'll have a dedication of that uh, sometime in May. And I hear there's plans for rosaries up there and also plans for a crowning of that statue. So we'll do a lot of that, but during the month of May. Please stand. The Lord be with you. May our gracious God bless us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let us go in peace. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan, other evil spirits, who prowl about the world, and ruin souls. Amen.
Enjoy the rest of the day, and thank you for being here. Sing we too.